yes people, we are the Yes Girls coming at you from Nairobi, Kenya for the first, first. episode of season two. Amazing. Season two. Can you believe it? Imagine. I can't believe it. We we survived. Um, so we, the Yes Girls, are two Nairobi-based wanderlusters who are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And we're documenting our journeys. So this podcast is a result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. Can you believe that we've already made it here? Uh-uh. So imagine more than 10% of all podcasts created don't even get a second episode. And we are we're already in season two. Yeah. So, yeah, 10% don't make it to a second episode. We've made it to a second season. And as if that wasn't good enough already, you, our listeners. Yes, I'm the yes boys and girls. <laughs> have already made us part of the top 10 of podcasts because of just how many of you are listening to us. That's in terms of numbers. So not just that 10% don't make it, more than 10% don't make it to season to episode two, but we are the top 10% of all podcasts made according to some statistic that we found, <laughs> which I want to believe because it sounds good. <laughs> um, I mean, who knew that listening to two Nairobi-based wanderlusters sharing their misadventures of doing, being, and learning yeah. something new would be so appealing? I know, right? Well, and- I- we are about to get to 500 listens. I checked yesterday. Yeah. You're like, I think 489. So please go back to, you know, episode two, three and just watch, listen again, again. Yeah. Whichever ones you haven't listened to, just do it. In, in your own time, in the <laughs> bath, at work. And we actually hoped, uh, we kind of hoped that we'd, we'd last this long. That's why we decided to launch the Yes Girls. Uh, but thank you to all of you for sharing our joy, sharing our joys and interests and our ups and downs. Now let's get on with season two. Let's get it on. <laughs> get it on, really? Now, I was about to say something. I know I what just... you're going to say. <laughs> and I'm in. Now. Every good podcaster and podcast listener knows that you've got to keep things fresh and new, like a long-term couple livening things up in the bedroom or a long-running TV series killing off a main character just to keep the stands on their toes. Yeah. I've never actually used that word, stands. Yeah. Game of Thrones did that, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't watch it. (laughs) So we're shaking things up just like that. Yep. Um, In season one, both of us were saying yes to something that we both haven't done before. Um, And we brought in an expert to advise us. But for season two, only one of us is saying yes to something. And the other, for all intents and purposes, is the expert. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What this means is that each episode we'll be looking at a skill that one of us already has or is passionate about, and we'll be sharing it with the other yes girl. And not only that, for every yes uh, challenge, we'll invite a yes girl or boy to join us. So that's you, the listeners. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's you. Yeah, and you. And you. Uh, And you could also, uh, because you could also say yes with us. Yeah, but before we dive into this new episode, let's take a moment to just recap season one. So we had veganism, Mm -hmm. Greek, mixology, positivity, coding, and TikTok. Yes. Our last episode of the season, our video episode, was our TikTok episode. And we were overwhelmed by the encouragement and feedback that we got um, from the episode and from all of them, in fact. Yeah, all feedback, even the laughs and, you know, 
the laughter from <laughs> us trying to be 23 <laughs> and we were a little uh we were a little trepidatious Eesh, it's a big word trepidatious. trepidatious we were not particularly confident dancers and the and the tiktok format was really you know uneasy for us uh, but we decided to have some fun with it and uh, your feedback got us through um we love that you've seen all our videos on 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 Instagram and wherever we are at. And I think using TikTok uh, as a way to explore what you can do with our podcast and, you know, also using Reels uh, means uh, we are able to use the platform for good and to do it in a positive way, just like uh, Alvaro showed us how to do. And we'll probably continue... Well, we will definitely continue to do things along that line in season two. Exactly. Um, So if you haven't listened to that episode yet... Hit pause now, stop listening to us, and go back and listen to that episode, and then come back here. Don't worry, we'll be here waiting. We'll wait. You're watching, go, go in, go and listen. (laughs) Uh, So for once, I'm not going to be able to pretend I'm Yes Girl 1, because Claire, you are it in this one. Yes, finally I'm number one. (laughs) For once, I win. But wait. Why don't you tell me what challenge you're hatching up for me? Well, one thing that I, it's, it's one thing that I only recently uh, talked about and, and became open about and decided to share it with the world. And that's my love for art and sketching and particularly pencil sketching. Uh, I can get lost in, pen, in, in penciling faces for hours on end and I love to share the results on Instagram. I particularly love doing sketches of celebrity portraits. Um, I think the most recent one was was Rene. Oh God, can I say this name? Reggae. Reggae Page. <laughs> there was Rihanna. There was uh, Kendrick Lamar and Kat from uh, the Bold Type. <gasps> ah, I love that series. I binged it in about three days. I know, right? And the new season is coming <gasps> on Netflix. Yes! As in, I, I I put the bell I I put the bell but button because I'm waiting for it. More exciting is this. <laughs> this new season yeah yeah, back to this (laughs) yeah so um so i've done sketching uh when i was young and i just got back to it recently and what um we tried to do uh, with this one is to get claire to be a sketcher as well so the brief for claire was first of all to start with the basics and then to get into a bit uh harder stuff and then to draw someone not exactly someone who exists, any face at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. But now it's my turn to tell my story. Yes, please. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Ready? Yes. Thank you. Yes, girl, too. Uh, okay. I'll allow you. I'll allow you to do it for now. <laughs> Okay, so let's get straight into my experiences. I've always been the first to say I can't draw. I took art in school, and if I really focused hard and took ages on it, I could draw a copycat image of another image. Mm -hmm. However, if there's one thing that the Yes Girls as a concept and an activity uh, that is being the 
co-host of this podcast and saying yes to any number of things which I'm good at has taught me is that we don't always have to do things because we're good at them mm-hmm. or to, or even to get good at them. Mm-hmm. We can do things just because we enjoy them or maybe we make some progress or not, but we enjoy the process or the results, the outcome, the feeling or the company or whatever it might be. Uh, so that is the attitude that I went into this challenge with. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of Akuma's sketches on Instagram, right? Seen some of your sketches. <laughs> and I mean, I just marvel at them. Which one is your favorite, actually? Probably Reggae Jean Page because <laughs> he's my favorite. You know, apart from my 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 actual, the man that I have at home right? <laughs> who's real. You're about to forget. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, just when I look at them, I'm like, the fact that you, someone that I know so well... And not an artist that I assume is just has superhuman abilities can create something so beautiful just with pencil and a piece of paper from your mind or like with just an image in front of you and make it so accurate and human that I recognize the person. I mean, that just boggles my mind. So, yeah, I was going realist. I was realistic going into this for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to be able to create something like that, but I was hoping that I might be able to create something at least a little more sophisticated than the copies of like major, like masterpieces that just looked like a child copying an image of a masterpiece, right? <laughs> Which I got top marks for in my final school project. Really? Yeah. But I used <laughs> tracing paper. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. So the final challenge was going to be to sketch a portrait, as you said. Um, My only recent experience was one day last year when we were in kind of Nairobi lockdown. Yeah. I wasn't seeing anyone or socializing in person or traveling. So I had a lot more time on my hands. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to do something um, kind of, well, on my own, Mm -hmm. right, that would still push and allow me to pursue some new creative challenges Mm -hmm. so one afternoon I did like some YouTube tutorials of simple line drawing so not sketching but like not even cartoon style but you know line drawings right Mm -hmm. very simple Mm -hmm. um so I ended up drawing a cupcake (laughs) a guitar an elephant and a poo because they said you should or you just chose well I chose those ones yeah that's right yeah I drew a perfectly tapered, goggly-eyed poo. <laughs> yeah. So I was hoping I could produce something a little more sophisticated this time. <laughs> um, so how did it actually go? So we sat down for an afternoon together, mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. Akumu, at one of my favorite cozy coffee shops. Um, let's just hear first my trepidation. You mentioned trepidatious. I'll copy your word. My trepidation Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we sat down to do this. So let's uh, listen to a quick recording of that we're sitting here in a coffee shop in central Nairobi and I have a blank paper in front of me and I'm not gonna lie this blank piece of white paper with a very sharp pencil next to it is scaring me more than almost anything else in my life has ever scared me recently okay these pencils look more scary than the motorway that I rode on this morning on one of those bikes where you lean forward so that you feel you're about to tip into the abyss. It's scaring me more than a presentation in front of hundreds of people. I'm scared, guys. I'm very scared. So to start with, Akumu did something which I thought only the Italian great Giotto was ever asked to do. Draw a perfect circle. 
<laughs> okay, you didn't actually ask me to do it perfectly. You just asked me to draw one. A circle, yeah. Um, then a smaller circle, a bigger one, and then many circles, mm -hmm. a line, then many lines. Then the samosa snack I had in front of me. That was fun. <laughs> like a simple triangle shape, but with some texture to play with. Yeah. And some 3D shading, just seeing what I was capable of. And then Akumu dumped my crumpled used running t-shirt in front of me. Pulled out my bag, dumped it in front of me. I thought that was a hint. <laughs> I was just trying to hint that I shouldn't carry my dirty laundry with me, but no. She wanted me to draw it. And this is where I hit my first mental block. A line, sure. A circle, well, a wonky squashed circle, sure. But this piece of cloth with all the folds, lines, shades, dark corners, light peaks, troughs, oh boy. This yeah. made me anxious. <laughs> so let me just give context on why I did that. So uh, it, it's it's a little bit borrowing from Leonardo da Vinci because he said, I think he mentioned that drawing drapery or any kind of cloth folded or you're just dripping over somewhere is if you can do that and shade that, you can do anything. Yeah. So it was it was a big step from like a circle to that. Um so in any case, um, I just, I, I was trying to, it felt like I was trying to use an artistic perspective that I didn't yet have. Um, if you looked at what I drew, honestly, it looked like someone had just left the lid of the biro off as they were like talking and gesticulating <laughs> and their pen just kept accidentally hitting their paper at random I remember the, the look on your face. You are so con you're concentrating. Yeah. And the, it, so much concentration for such a terrible outcome. Anyway. Um, I was a little dispirited at that stage, but we moved on to the portrait. Um, and here, um, so Kumo gave me some rules at least, right? It wasn't just draw this impossible thing. Um, so we divided an oblong face shape into sections, measured distances between like the landmarks of the face to know where to position them. So like the eyes were like halfway down the head, the bottom of the nose about halfway down the bottom half, the tear ducts line up with the edge of the nostrils. And I mean, Akuma really guided me every step of the way and encouraged and, you know, gently corrected if I tried to get too cocky and was like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> um, so I took it slowly. Probably took me about an hour to make a basic portrait um, with some very gentle shading. Uh, we yeah. used only three pencils. There was HB, 4B, and 6B. And in case, like me, you didn't remember from childhood, the higher the number, the darker the shade. Mm -hmm. So like for the hair, which I did like dark, curly, short curly hair, we used the 6B. Um, and then the edge of the face, so like a 4B. And then for the lines, it was just a normal HB. Mm -hmm. um, so we didn't need any fancy equipment, just the three pencils, a simple sketch pad, um, that allowed for some smudging, which was fun. That was really fun. With your fingers, right? Yeah. Oh, I felt so professional. Like, yeah, just smudge this and then it all looks kind of smooth. It's very forgiving. Um, so, yeah, if you've kind of, you think you've ruined the whole thing and then you just like smudge it in and all is forgiven. Blending. Uh, so to me, it felt like a masterpiece. I was so proud. Um, and we decided not to draw someone we know, but just draw a person. So I decided to do a man because it's less hair to draw generally. Um, so it was mostly just trying to get the right proportions and make a Ken make kind of a Kenyan looking man 
looking like a human. Um, and I ended up drawing someone that looks like... Well, a half Kenyan. Well, <laughs> I won't just use my words, but I quote a conversation with my mum. So Claire says, I think he looks like Obama. Mum says, I was thinking Obama. Good on you for learning to draw. So I call him and he shall forever be known as Obama. He now has pride of place on my bookshelf. Um, so that um, was the experience. Overall, for that, I would rate myself a seven. Why seven? I was slow and I was sometimes too cautious. Mm -hmm. And I haven't exactly kept up sketching mm -hmm. um, because, um, well, I felt like I really need the reassurance of someone guiding me through it <laughs> for now. Uh, but I did make a lifelike resemblance of a person mm. on paper using my own bare hands, which I'm very proud of. Um, and I was kind of floating. I was really, yeah, I was, I had like this personal triumph of having produced something and that well, we can listen to a recording of me afterwards. I went to drink wine afterwards. So I think after a couple of glasses, I recorded this. So let's take a listen. <laughs> I don't think I've drawn uh, except once in the past probably 15, maybe even 20 years since school. And even that last time, which, which was last year, when I was uh, in a bit of a, uh, a creative rut during lockdown, um, and even that was just line drawings. So today was my first time probably in my life sketching um, and with one-on-one -on -one help doing it, and uh, it blew my mind. I, I sketched something that looks like a person, not a real person, because he's made up. He looks a little bit like Obama, though, and uh, he's not bad looking. He does have a very big nose, but I like the big nose. Thank you, Ekonwu. So as I said, the personal triumph was quite a high. And mm -hmm. I, it really, for anyone who hasn't tried to sketch since, or draw, tried to draw since childhood, I really can't recommend it enough. Like, do it. If you have the determination to do it on your own, you can find a YouTube tutorial or just look up the dimensions. We'll share some on our Instagram, yeah. right? The portrait dimensions and some tips for Makumu. Mm -hmm. um, so you can check that out and have a go. But Akumu, that's enough about me. Um, I know this whole episode is kind of meant to be about me, but you are the point zero for this skill. Um, so I want to hear more about how you learned this skill to begin with mm -hmm. and also about our yes boy for the episode oh, yes. who went through pretty much the same steps as I did. Mm -hmm. But first a quick break because that is enough, Claire, for one side of a break. I think you'll agree. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, wow, how did I learn how to sketch? I, I can't really remember. I just know that ever since, I, ever since you know, my memory began, I was an artist. So I, I think it, it's, it's, it's kind of in the family because we are, I'm just one of three artists in our family. Uh, my brother was like an epic cartoonist. He used to sketch, you know, cartoons, you know, and cars with big tires and I remember just seeing that and thinking wow I wish I could do that because I'm more of a realist kind of painter not really I can't do cartoons at all uh, and then my sister is also an artistic extraordinaire so just being part of that was made, made art like 
doable and 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 possible right so I, i i just used to be the kind of kid who always had stuff to do even during holidays i'd just stay back plan to sketch you know my tattoos and buildings <laughs> I don't know why I was interested in those two things, but my tattoos were interesting because I think I just liked drawing the... We, we have very funky, you know, public transportation. We call them matatus, and it was just fun drawing the tires, you know, the cool exterior, adding some graphics outside. And then for multi-story build, buildings, I think I just love sketching the stairs, you know. It, it's, <laughs> it's something that I was just fascinated with. Um, maybe it was the idea that it's difficult to draw, and I felt like it was a challenge for me every day. And also because I could see lots of people, you know, sketching. You know the way people sketch a table, you know, a rectangle, and then the legs are outside, <laughs> looking outside on all the four corners. With no just, dimensions or yeah, proportions. No perspective, mm. no, you know, nothing. So my mission in the world, my mission was to eradicate such drawings from the world, or at least eradicate them from my own sketchbook. So, yes, I believe it's it's kind of in the genes, but I think I also tried to practice a lot more to get better and better. And I think at some point I even did a comic book when I was a kid, and my my sister called Howie used to wait for each page. You know, I didn't even have um, any piece to, you know, do five pages. She would wait for the next one. So uh, it was, I think, some high school romance kind of comic. <laughs> you have to dig that out. <laughs> I have no idea where it is. I, I'd really love to find it, but I can't even remember the, the name of the main characters, but it was, you know, high school, like the, the American shows where they have lockers and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing. And I used to tell my sister to sit so that I could sketch her. Oh, so she was your muse. She was she was my muse because if I don't know how to sketch someone sitting, then I tell her sit like this so that I sketch you. Yeah. So you generally like to have you 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 don't generally paint from memory, right? You have yeah. something in front of you. To... Funny enough, um, I feel like I am a level two kind of artist. I feel like people who can sketch from imagination are you know you know a, a higher level than what I do. I am more of an observation kind mm. of person. Um, I think I can do imagination, but I, I don't have enough uh, confidence in myself. So I've always just... Oh, well, when I was a kid, I was doing imagination, right? I was doing buildings from my head. Okay. Yeah. But I think for for faces, uh, I think it's just a fascination to do something that already exists. Yeah. So I think all through uh, when I was a kid, you know, I didn't... I. I got time to sketch, but later on in life, you know, teenage years, I, I kind of forgot the whole idea of art because I didn't see it going anywhere. I mean, Kenyan parents, Kenyan social pressure tells you, you know, art, you can't mm. do anything with art, especially in the early 2000s. Now you know how old I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but funny enough, my mom was uh, free enough to allow me to go to art school. So that's where I honed a bit more of my skills. Um, shout out to BIFA, Buruburu Institute of Fine Arts. So I went there for a couple of months and then I entered university and then university, you know, I just kind of forgot art. And there onwards, through my 20s, I hardly did any art, maybe once a year. And once a year was to impress some boyfriend somewhere who was sketching. (laughs) You know yourself. (laughs) I want my sketch back. (laughs) Yeah. So I think... Uh, the whole of my 20s, up until 2018 is when I went back to sketching. So my sketching career has really been very fragmented with a 10-year, you know, a decade gap. 
So in 2018, it's all because I met some Indian creatives in Cambodia. And I've written about that. So that's a blog that I will link, we will link in the show notes. And that restarted my artistic uh, career again. So I've just been three years renewed. You know, it's like secondary artistry. You know, the way you have secondary virginity. It's like <laughs> secondary artistry. Yeah, so I'm just three years removed from that. And it's been a three-year journey. So I think a lot of people ask me why do I entirely focus on faces um, because I believe faces are magical and and like you said you know I I don't know why you you find it interesting to sketch but why do you think you find it interesting I think for you why was the was why was the whole exercise interesting for you for me it was about I mean we've talked about this before like creating something mm-hmm. um, yeah creating something that I can look at and I know that there's a big process that's gone into it and the result is something quite beautiful. Awesome. So, yeah, actually, mine is the same. And and for faces, for me, it's unique because, you know, if you look at, at a cup, like this cup, uh, we'll probably see it in the same way. Mm. But for me, if you're looking at faces, everyone looks at a face in a different way. And the fact that there are so many elements in a face means there are a million ways to see a face. And each face is unique in itself. So a unique, exactly. each face, the subject is unique and then your interpretation of it is unique. Is so, unique. But the yeah. magic, um, that's why I'm fascinated with faces, is the way I see a face and the way I put it on a paper, uh, it could merge with your perception of that person. It could merge with, it could merge with like a lot of people's perception. So that's pretty much my fascination, um, catching someone's perspective on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm fascinated with faces and faces are just unique. I, I mean, I'm the kind of person who never forgets faces. Mm. Um, if I see you ten, 10 years back, I'll forget your name, but I'll never forget your face. So I just have a face thing. So um, I think for me as well, Hashtag it's also... face fetish. Yes, I do have a face fetish. <laughs> uh, even, even I think with my niece, the same niece who used to ask for my comic slips uh, before I finish. Uh, she, we usually have this argument, you know, we're watching a movie and then you've seen an actor who you know was in this exact movie before. And then we'd argue, I would say, it's him, it's him, it's him. She'd say, no, it's not. And I'd be like, it's him. And I'm always right. <laughs> Sorry, Roxy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, I just have a thing for faces. So, um, I think just teaching you, Claire, was was interesting because I feel like um, it's something I want to do a bit more. I want to get into training uh, other people doing art, um, especially with my my nephew. So my nephew is the son of my brother who was a cartoonist. So it was interesting to to try and teach him how to sketch because he's already interested and he already has it somewhere in his genes, I guess. Akumu is my aunt. I have learned how to draw faces. It was easy. It was easy for you? Why was it easy? Of shading. Uh-huh. Because you you draw you draw every day or how often do you draw? You draw every week. Every weekend. Every weekend. Uh-huh. So this was easy. What was the hardest part about the face drawing the face? The ear. The ear. Okay, so I'll give you more practice so that you can do a lot more. But uh, yeah, I think you're already an artist, so it was easy for you. How easy was it? Between 1 and 10, 
How easy was it for you? Uh, one is easy and ten is hard. How easy was it for you if you rate it? Five. Eh? Five. Five. But you said it was easy. <laughs> because it's your first time, yeah? Yes. Will you practice? Will you continue practicing? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's my nephew. What's your name? Jaden. Jaden. That's my nephew, Jaden. Thank you. <laughs>
you know, doing different challenges and, and we'd like you to check them out because we want you to see what we put ourselves through in the name of doing, being and learning something new for your entertainment. And education. So... Uh, now that we are about to end, uh, we'd like to paint in bright colors our lovely producer, Dana Seda. Woo! <laughs> uh, by Media, uh, right there at Summer Box uh, by Baraza Media Lab. Uh, we praise the masterpiece that is Pedro Brian, who composed our theme music. And we want to frame um, and hang. Uh, <laughs> Not hang in that way, hang like a painting. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Wrong pun. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to thank uh, Jaden for learning how to draw and being our yes boy. And uh, of course, we think we thank you, our listeners, our supporters, our friends, our families, every one of you who should be in our gallery because even if you're a little shady sometimes. <laughs> shady. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> All yeah. the puns are killing me. So many puns. <laughs> yeah, so we'd love to have you in our gallery because you support us. We will see you next episode where Akumu will be doing, will be saying yes to doing something outside of her comfort zone mm. and getting all in a spin. Listen out for the next episode of The, the yes, yes Girls. Girls. Oh, yeah.